You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. This is the Daily Tip presented by BetMGM. Now, here's Chelsea Messenger and Michael Jenkins. Let's get ahead of ourselves. Week 16. NFL, tons of games this weekend. Let's go. Now, Chelsea, the game that you brought up in a previous segment, which we didn't have time to talk about, and I want to get your thoughts on it because it's a fascinating line. We've got the Cowboys going into Miami, and the Dolphins are only a point-and-a-half favorite at home. The Dolphins are also minus 120 on the money line. The Cowboys are even money. Total set at 51. So the Cowboys, who are perfect at home, I believe 7-0 at home this season, if memory serves, 3-4 and four on the road. This is a team that has a losing record on the road. They looked awful in Buffalo. Why are the Cowboys only a point-and-a-half dog? I feel like this number should be larger. What am I missing here? Well, isn't the old adage that the home team gets three points in their favor? So this line is saying this game is basically a pick em, right? Um, I'm yeah. not sure what to make of this because it feels like you're just picking a winner. Like a point and a half, you know, high yeah. total points are really coming at a premium here. But Dallas has had to play some good teams. Like I will say that the Bills certainly have – really enormous uh, top-end potential. Like, we know this. They have a lot of talent on that team. I think the most disconcerting thing with that uh, loss to the Bills was the Cowboys' inability to stop the run, which, you mm-hmm. know, matchup-wise with the Dolphins and say, okay, well, the Dolphins are a team that pass. Uh, but the Cowboys have also given up a ton of explosive plays to opposing wide receivers. So I don't know what to make of this game. I think this is a game that I want to watch but I don't think there's really any play here that I would want to add to the card. Because even looking at the total, 51 mm-hmm. seems high, but you've got to remember this is going to be a warm weather game. Probably the closest thing that you will get to playing in a dome. I have not checked the weather. Maybe that has you know some impact here. But still, I don't think I have a good read here. Is there anything that stands out to you? I'm curious about Jags at the Bucks. And the Bucks are a point favorite in Tampa. Bucks and Jags minus 110, total set at 43. Doesn't this have everything to do with whether or not Trevor Lawrence is going to play because he's in concussion protocol? It has to, because otherwise there's no way, there's no way Tampa would be favored in this game. No, yeah, it has something to do with Trevor Lawrence. So if he plays, obviously, I think this is a good spot for the Jags. And also, mm-hmm. do we think that there is too much being... Uh, too much credit being handed to the Tampa Bay Bucks. Baker Mayfield yes. had an incredible week. 
uh, went on the road to Lambeau Field, first visiting quarterback to ever post a perfect passer rating. But if Baker Mayfield was this quarterback consistently, wouldn't Mm -hmm. he probably still be with the Browns? Like, I feel like at some point he is going to turn back into the Baker that's been the journeyman quarterback that we've seen for the past few years. So maybe it's like a sell-high spot on the Bucks, but I don't know. When you have a quarterback missing, it can make it really difficult to handicap the game, especially when the line's at one. I hate picking yeah. these games. I don't think I, I like picking money line games unless I have a really strong feeling on one side, but plus one, it's not doing anything for me. I'll tell you a game I like if we're talking money line. It's a touch juicy. Jets, minus 155, hosting the Commanders. Now, I know the Jets are bad, and I know they're probably going to start Trevor Simeon at quarterback because Zach Wilson is concussed. But, man, as someone who covers the Commanders, who follows this team, it's just a matter of time before Ron Rivera is fired. Everyone knows this. Ron Rivera knows this. This is not insider knowledge. Everyone knows this. The Commanders have lost, what, five straight now? They're out of playoff contention. They're going on the road. And here's the thing. Every single game the Commanders play, there is at least, at least one explosive play. And I'm not talking about, oh, that's a 17-yard completion. That's an explosive play, technically. No, I'm talking like, Wide open, Cooper Cup, just like we saw last week against the Rams. There is always someone running free in the secondary each and every game. And honestly, when you're talking about a total of 38, which is a low total, plays like that, explosive plays, are usually the difference. So if you're just looking for a money line play, again, touch juicy, but I have zero faith in the commanders right now. So that's a money line play I will look at just based on a team that I think is just ready to move on and a franchise that is ready to move on. What about the over here? If you believe the commander secondary is that bad, Zach Wilson it or is. whoever's playing a quarterback for the Jets should be able to post some points. And what about the Jacoby Brissett factor? Is there a chance he starts? Because obviously the commanders actually looked better when he was in the game. As somebody who was on the Rams minus six and a half, I was paying attention to this game. And the Mm -hmm. Rams in the commanders game was not close. And then Jacoby Brissett enters the game. And all of a sudden there is life to this offense. So does that change the calculus for you at all? Jacoby Brissett possibly starting here. I don't think he starts. He can't. Ron Rivera said, no, he took Sam Howell out. He said it was because Sam was taking so many hits. And Sam Howell has taken a lot of hits this season. Mm -hmm. One of the things he needs to work on is getting rid of the ball sooner. He doesn't like to slide. So he's going to have to learn that because he's taken a lot, just a lot of hard shots this year. But that said, Ron Rivera also said and was very adamant, Sam is our starter, Sam is our starter, Sam is our starter. But I will say the commanders now have a decision to make without getting into commander's talk is that they're going to have a top five pick and they've got to decide if there's a quarterback on the board, you know how this goes. Do we actually go with a QB or do we say, look, Sam Howell's still a rookie for all intents and purposes. Let's roll with him. going to be fascinating to watch. Oh, we just got some breaking news. Did you want to say something, Chelsea? Go right ahead. Well, now I want to hear what the breaking news is. 
Like, obviously, what oh. I was going to say doesn't matter. If there's breaking well, news, what not, is it? It's, it's not that breaking. I was being a little facetious here. Ah. Taylor Heineke <laughs> is starting for the Falcons this weekend. Oh, hold on to your butts, folks. Watch out. Oh, they announced it late last night, and I missed it. As a journalist, I am disappointed with myself that I missed the switch from Desmond Ritter to Taylor Heineke. Double D, you old dog. Double D is an expert in many different things. Beard coloring, Penn State football, sound, audio, and also Atlanta Falcons football. And Double D, the Colts are laying two points in Atlanta. The Colts are minus 130. The Falcons are plus 110. The total is 44. So as someone on this network who follows the Atlanta Falcons, how does this move the needle for you? I do know you hate Desmond Ritter. I'd say maybe a half point. Maybe. <laughs> maybe. That's such an I, arbitrary thing to say. I, I, I don't know, a half point. I, it, it's, it, it, it's Heineke. You know, you've, you've seen him for the last, what, three, four years? Moxie. He's got Moxie. But this is a this is a desperate ploy by a desperate head coach desperately trying mm-hmm. to save his desperate job. Was that enough desperation? Yeah. So you're on the Colts? You'd lay it with the Colts? I'd absolutely less than a field goal? I'd absolutely lay it with the Colts. They looked they looked good against Pittsburgh. Uh they've looked good the last two weeks. Minsu Magic is all about doing Minsu Magic things, so Right now, yeah, I'd, I'd I'd take the Colts down in Atlanta. It seems like that team has absolutely given up on Arthur Smith. I think even though Arthur Black came out and said he was he was retained for next season, I think that mind might change very, very quickly. A sabotage factor. Haven't the Falcons been a lot better at home this year? Like, at least Much. they're decent at home. I think Bill brought up this point the other day. Like, I'm not playing the Falcons. Like, I'm not att- attaching myself to that wagon. But is there anything there that you'd be nervous about playing the Colts here? No. I, I, I truly do believe this team is <laughs> – I, I truly do believe this team has given up on Arthur Smith. It, when you go and play – granted, they're not as good away as they are at home – but when you lose to the worst team in the NFL and do not look good at all, where there was no home field advantage because no one showed up in Carolina at all to watch this game, yeah, you're done. You're toast. I have nothing else to say, but bring on the next head coach and please, for the love of God, draft a quarterback. That's a good way to go out, Double D. All right, Chelsea, I'll hand it off to you now. What is another game that piques your interest on the board? And by the way, we have three games on Monday night, which is Raiders, Chiefs, Giants, Eagles, Ravens, 49ers. I know we've touched on that as well. What's another game that you think is maybe something you might bet on? What about the Ravens and the Niners? I think Ah. this is possibly a Super Bowl preview. Like, wasn't this the conspiracy theory? That, yep. you know, the colors of the Super Bowl logo reflect whoever is going to be in the Super Bowl this year. And what do you know? It's purple and red. So we've got the Ravens getting five and a half points on the road here. I'm not somebody who wants to stand in front of the Niners, 
But if the Ravens truly are the cream of the crop in the AFC, which it looks like they are, mm-hmm. one would think maybe they can keep it close here. I don't know, though. Like, don't the Niners look like they're, you know, out to out for blood this season? No team looks more dominant than the Niners, and especially at home. Whew. I would love to see. I can't wait to see how the result of this game impacts the MVP race. Because if Brock Purdy mm-hmm. struggles and Lamar balls out or vice versa, we will see a massive shift. For more, listen to The Daily Tip presented by BetMGM. Weekday mornings from 6 to 9 Eastern on the BeckQL Network, the Odyssey app, or wherever you get your podcasts.